You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 477. James Garner would be so proud. Uh, uh, Gaz, it's uh, James Garner, not Jimmy Stewart. Sorry. Uh, I thought I was trying to be clever. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to the Minecraft Podcast 477 with Gaz and his chirrips. Okay. <laughs> now you have to explain what a chirrips is. Um, well, when, when we started, I was crunching away quite merrily on my crisps, as we say over here in good old Blighty. However, I believe you understand them to be chips. Yes. In good old US of A. Yeah, the, the, so, the rebellion. Yeah, after the rebellion. After the rebellion. Um, well, that so, was that was like the main reason for the the Revolutionary War, was well, so that we could call uh, crisps chips. Right. <laughs> Good. Taxation. Yeah. Well, can yeah, we get was, over that now? Yeah, probably. Probably. You know. No, I'm see. I'm I'm still I'm still mad that that you have something that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to do a quick check here because I, I have my, uh, my tracking number oh, and you give it to me and I'll check on my phone. <clears throat> Apparently it is still in Incheon, Korea. I'll just unlock it using my, one of my fingers. I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> I, I, I could imagine. I, I could, could imagine. use my finger. Finger, just one finger. And that's exactly what you seem to be showing me today. Yeah. <laughs> I has it. I has it. It's, oh. right. it's beaten yours by, well, oh, apparently. Oh, over a be, week. It, well, no, I didn't get it until Wednesday. So. Yeah, but I won't be getting mine until, what, the 11th or 12th, which is still like next Friday. I still find that amazing because you had com- confirmation that yours had been sent. No, no, no. Actually, I that wasn't that wasn't what I was actually tracking. I was tracking. You're getting the, overexcited. I was. You, I was. Out, they'd said we've got your order, so you thought that meant they're actually sent it. Yeah, I thought that meant they sent the phone, but no, it was it was a uh, lightning to HDMI connector, which I did get on the very day that they said it was going to be there. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, yeah. So- it did make me laugh. Anyway, so let's I'm so it. happy I have a lightning connector that I can't use on any device that is probably within a mile of this house. <laughs> well, you don't know. I bet some of your neighbors might have an iPhone. I hate them too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this should be an interesting show, guys, and you know why? Because mm. Monsieur Guy Searle is drinking alcohol. For this is, and I was telling Gaz before we started recording, this is actually the very first time that I have done ever, ever in the ever. history, ever in the history of podcasting. Well, my ever in the history of, of Guy podcast. Searle podcasting. Yeah, that's more like. It. Yeah, I have a I have an adult beverage. It's Firefly Ice Tea Whiskey, which is freaking awesome, mixed with lemonade, and it's it's quite. T- I don't and I don't even know what made me think to uh to make this before i came down here because usually i just grab like a big glass of water mm. but it's been that kind of day and i was like you know what 
I just, I just want a whiskey. You just, you just want a drink. Well, that's good. That's good. I want. Well, I, I think this is going to be quite a busy show. So, how about we goes over to the old MyMac website where we've got a packed house. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can see. Boy, that must take up six or seven lines. Packed. Do you want me to take the first one? Yeah, go ahead. Um, there's an app for that. Or so I've heard and seen. This is an opinion piece by Ian Scott Parker. A thing for purpose, or a thing of purpose, I should have written there. That's my fault. Read Ian's piece about how he's finding just how useful these mobile devices have become. Just a, an opinion. Go over, have a read. It's quite interesting. I quite, I quite enjoyed reading that, actually. And uh, just to break tradition, the last story of the day... <laughs> is a tech fan podcast 136 special guest nick rodriguez from the mac gist podcast joins tim robertson and david cohen for a fun episode they discuss gta 5 online the changes technology has made in our entertainment lives the democracy the, the oh, good god the democratization the, the democratization <laughs> the 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 ways De- technology <laughs> has changed the lives of the rich and poor, <laughs> the culture of Apple tablets and iPads, and so much more. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'd call I'd still call it gist. I know they call it gist, but it's a big G they've got on there. <laughs> oh well, see that that's just wrong. I know because I know. we're the big G's. I know absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And if you would like to write for the MyMac.com podcast and have us um, probably mess up your article because we've both been drinking, please contact John Nemo at Nemo at MyMac.com. Send him a sample of what you do. <laughs> and let's and let's get you writing for, for the mighty MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> I didn't realize he was a doctor. He is a doctor. He is a doctor. And yeah, he is going to doctor. I just finished writing um an article. It now it it's it may actually be up by the time this podcast goes live. Uh as as many of uh, the longtime listeners know, uh I record this podcast without a mixer. I do it with Audio Hijack Pro and uh Skype and Soundboard all going to different tracks on GarageBand. And I would be remiss if I did not mention uh that Dave if it wasn't for Dave Hamilton of the Mac Geek Gab, I would not be able to do what I currently do because I struggled with it for a really, really long time. Well, and, some people say that we struggle to do what we do anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm just talking about the actual physical recording of the podcast, not so much the content. <laughs> and uh, it ended up being a much longer article than I thought it was going to be. It was like 4,200 words by the time I got done. Goodness so, gracious. Yeah, so that's gone off to uh, to Tim and John Nemo, and they will edit it and probably cut probably it down to about six words. Six words. <laughs> Guy is freaking crazy. Now that's only four. Okay, that'll work. Period. Period. Five. Yeah. Now Google Plus. Google you could have put Plus. Speech, mar- speech marks at the front and back end. That would have made it. <laughs> yeah. Then it would. Yeah. Uh, quote unquote. Guy is freaking crazy. <laughs> uh, over on Google Plus from Gary Apter. Uh, he apparently was enjoying our struggles 
with tangentially. Way! Wow, did hey. I actually say it right? Uh, uh, close enough. Okay. Uh, I think you should research normal in this context, which makes more sense. Another fun episode, sir. Thank you, Gary. And okay, right. Alistair Jenks <laughs> there you uh, go. Jump, jump, jumped into uh, Google Plus as well. He says, I often hear discussion about Mac App Store versus direct from the developer. Lately, I've uh, been noticing one huge benefit to the Mac App Store apps. They update on a schedule and are not uh, and not right when I want to use them. My various non-Mac App Store apps keep asking me if I want to update when I launch them. Almost invariably, the answer is no. I just want, I just launched you to do a job, and then he forgets, and then when he launches them again, <laughs> ah, do you want to update? Ah, he says I find this a constant annoyance. Tonight I did a reasonably rare reboot of my Mac, and several of my menu bar and otherwise background apps popped up and asked for updates, which is okay. Funnily enough, the reason for the update was the scheduled check of the Mac App Store, which included 10.8.5 version 2, which required the reboot. And I have to agree with him there, actually. Uh, There are often times when I'll open an app and it says, oh, you have an update. Remind me later or do it now. And I think, no, I've opened you precisely for that reason. I've opened you to do a job and I don't have time now. And I absolutely spot on. Well, uh, what is your split? With uh, apps from either the Mac App Store or otherwise? That I use on a regular basis yeah. or semi-regular basis. Yeah. I would say it's currently about 50-50. Yeah, mine is too, uh, with the exception, I think, because I don't think audio. Is Audio Hijack Pro through the Mac App Store? I don't think it is. No, no, no. So, you know, and that's a big one that I use. But uh, uh, most of the apps I use, the, actually, as far as the apps that I use on a regular basis... I think almost all of them are Mac App Store apps. And, and I, I get the feeling that uh, when I get my next Mac, I may just go 100% Mac App Store, except for maybe one or two. Yeah, there are one or two apps which um, I think there are more and more which are moving over. But there's there's one or two apps which I haven't re-bought in the Mac App Store because, you know, that just gripes me, really, to buy it yeah. again app store but i mean you do get advantages to doing that of course because you get multiple copies uh whereas you know some applications or some software developers uh, allow you to do that anyway but there's a few that don't um 50 50 is probably actually it's probably a lie it's probably closer to 60 40 or even higher just a tad yeah. higher uh we got some feedback from email and i'd like to say right now that i also hate trevor in oregon uh he is enjoying his iphone <laughs> 5s Ordered it just past midnight on the 20th. His wife and he got them the following Monday. The following Monday. And he is on the Oregon coast. Was very surprised at the minimal time it took. Mine shipped from Memphis and my wife's from Dallas. When did I order mine? I ordered mine the the next freaking day that you could order an iPhone 5S and it's in Korea. Korea. <laughs> it's still in Korea. Hey, the Grand Prix's just been on there recently. With you. Yeah, oh, okay, I feel better now. <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was kidding. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> 
Yeah. Really? Yeah, really? The funny thing is I could have ordered mine at five uh, minutes past midnight on the day that you could do it, but I didn't because of the reasons that we spoke of in a previous show. Right. But I actually had ordered it about five in the morning, so uh, I I think I was still relatively early. Yeah. Um, Yeah, okay, fine. We'll, We'll let you stew a little bit longer. You might get it by next week. Maybe if I don't have it by the next podcast, my head will explode. <laughs> you know, it, it'll it'll just be like, "What? No iPhone 5s?" <laughs> okay, moving on from your woes, yeah. um, Alistair sent in an email, email, and he said, "Guys, guys, guys!" The first guys had a capital G for the G <laughs> men, uh, and he also put "angazes." Zizzes. So that's like a plural. For, for yeah, yeah. Well, he said, guys, guys, guys. Turning in cheek, he was doing guys, guys, talking to both of us in the plural, but obviously because your name's Guy. uh, Do you get it? Yeah. See what he did there? Yeah, he's clever. Very clever, actually. He's clever. And actually, I'd like to give him credit as well for uh, the article that I did because it was an email I got from Alistair that got me thinking about the process because he was asking me how I did it, and I actually had sent him an email with some of the stuff that's in the article. Well, your first email response to him, I believe, was, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Ask Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek Cab. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Alistair sent an email. He said, for the record, retina screens matter a lot to me. I'll never buy another iOS device without one. If you can see the difference but don't think it's important, then may I suggest you forego a case and just stick your iPhone in your pocket with your keys? Because a pristine exterior doesn't affect the utility of the phone either. It is purely about the visual appeal. And what and that's what a retina display gives you, as you inferred on the show. Right, yes, yeah, so we inferred that. Mm-hmm. Not quite. Yeah, anyway, uh, for me, it's also the extra level of comfort Retina provides. I can read more easily on my iPhone with physically smaller fonts because of the Retina smoothness. doesn't require my brain to be fooled like the larger anti-aliased fonts on my non-Retina iPad 2 do. Tangentially. <laughs> I know you just added that in. I still sometimes... Tangentially, tangentially, tangentially. <laughs> Um, I sometimes, I still sometimes pick up my iPhone and try to think of something to do with it because I enjoy looking at the bright, clear screen so much. Now, I replied to uh, Alistair because I think he possibly took the wrong. He probably took the, the, the wrong impression, a tangentially wrong impression there. Oh. However. I think I know where he was coming from, but I said, I think we hinted that Apple, Apple, and I, I vaguely remember saying this, that Apple had hit the right level of retina-ness. <laughs> okay, there's a good I word. Said, and then I also said, there's a great new word for us. <laughs> retina-ness. Whereas, retina-ness. Whereas the competition are talking about specs better than Apple's, but Apple have said that any more retina-ness... <laughs> I like that. I you see, I just can't stop using it now. It's pointless... <laughs> because the eye can't distinguish finer detail. But I did say that I think you made a good point, and we'll try and clarify this week. He then replied again, just saying, oh, yes, you were spot on about the war of numbers. I was spurred to write because you are just the latest of many podcasts to suggest retina versus normal doesn't matter uh, to many and inferring most people. 
That may be true, but I believe it's important as a better camera or touch ID because it makes device easier to use. Um, I I don't think we were trying to say that. I think we were really talking about um, the fact that the certainly the competition were bringing in specs, and Apple had got their uh, level of retina. This <laughs> I can't I can't stop. I love uh, it. About right. Um, however, an awful lot of people also buy SD films. Because the size of the screen is also important. Now, obviously, the size of the retina screen as to where you hold it is important. And if your eyes are really getting that bad, Alistair, go see an optician. No, that's a joke. It's a joke, Alistair. It's a joke. I do, I do know where he's coming from because I must admit, um, the iPhone 4S doesn't have a retina screen, does it? Or did it? I can't remember the 4S had a retina the, screen. Yet. No, the 4S had a retina screen. It uh, did. It, it was the 4 that didn't. It was the 4. Well, my, you see, I had a 4S and my younger daughter had a 4. And to be perfectly honest with you, I, I couldn't see a great deal of difference between the two. So he's dead right, though. Some people would see a difference. However, on my iPad, when I got the retina ver, uh, over the, the first iPad that I had, I definitely saw a difference. However, I look at pictures a lot more on the iPad and in much more detail than I ever do on my phone. Yeah, and that would make but sense. But I understand where he's coming from on the font. So good point. Well made. Thank you very much, Alistair. Keep, keep it coming. Yep, we appreciate it. We certainly we do. do. We do. Now, I, I had gotten – actually, I guess we both got an email from John Nemo about a friend of his named Mabel who was using yeah, – I, I, I deleted it. Oh, well, <laughs> not, too late. Not, not, not because not – beca- not because it was from John and his friend Mabel. It was more that I hadn't got a clue what he was talking about. And when you'd replied, I thought, well done, guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was what they were basically talking about was this service that I had never heard of before called iGoogle. And after a little bit of research, I realized. iGoogle as well, but I don't like doing it. Oh, is, is essentially it's a uh, it's an RSS reader that that kind of lays out. The, the different feeds that you'll want to see at any given time, kind of like some of the, the, the magazine format RSS readers. Um, but obviously it, it wasn't, it wasn't doing that well since, since Google killed it. Uh, John had done some research and he found a program called uh, IG home, which does pretty much the same thing as I Google. So anyone who is, has been abandoned, by Google using iGoogle, consider going to IG Home. It looks very similar to what Mabel was using before. Cool. Well done. Now, I've put in a couple of emails, which I wasn't sure whether we'd done. I, I, I know that we'd done the, the piece on this next one about you referencing having to swipe left instead of right. Yes. Delete. Um, however, this uh, email that came from, oh, I haven't put the name down now. Oh, how silly of me. It was from one of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'll read it through and I'll come back at the end. Because, well, tell you um, what, why don't I read it and you find out who sent it. Okay, because I've, I've got some comments about um, the, uh, the battery life that he's talking about. So, yes, you start reading it and I'll find who it was from. Okay, he says, hi, Guy and Gaz. Just been listening to your complaints about iOS 7. Thought I would drop you a line about what I found. What I found. Guy, if you haven't sussed it out already, in email to delete, swipe left instead of right, and you'll get the delete button. And that's very true. 
Uh, he also has an iPhone 4S as I do. After the upgrade, my battery life went down considerably, so I decided to let the phone go flat, then recharge it, which I also tried to do, uh, which is this is the recommended way to get the iPhone to recalibrate the battery. What was weird was that he had left his phone at 5% of battery to discharge overnight. In the morning, it still had 1% and was still working. I listened to a podcast and picked up my email, still 1%. He got another one hour of actual usage rather than standby out of the phone before it finally switched off. So the calibration was certainly off. I then fully charged it up and since then the battery meter displays the correct level. As well as that I have also switched off all the extra GPS options in the settings. He did this by going to settings, privacy, location services, and then scrolling right to the bottom. Down there you will find system services. There are a few extra settings which can be switched off in there. I only left on compass calibration as he tends to use a lot of astronomy applications which need an accurate compass and GPS location. Also on the 4S, the parallax display seemed to drain the battery a lot. This seemed reasonable as on the 4S it is the processor doing most of the work whereas on the 5S the motion sensor stuff is now done by the new M7 chip which I'm guessing is kinder to the battery. Anyway, to turn off this feature, which also makes your old wallpapers fit better, I didn't know that, you go to Settings, General, Accessibility, and turn off the Reduce Motion often, or Option. Now, I, I had yep. gone ahead and done that just because I just didn't care if my icons yep. look semi-3D. Uh, one other place to look if you're still getting poor battery performance is in Settings, General, Background, App, Refresh. In there are all the apps in an on-off setting that allows them to do their thing as a background process. Worth checking which ones are allowed. You may find an app which is working in the background, doesn't need to, uh, i.e. downcast, player radio, Google Maps, that kind of thing. Hope this helps. Keep up the great podcast. Thank you. Speak to you soon. I am one of the people who has been on the podcast a number of times with a woody to prove it. Now, was this Eric Diaz? Neil Wharton. Oh, okay. Yes. Neil has, Neil has been on. Yes, he has. Yes, he yep. has. <clears throat> now, we also had a, an email from Thomas Wilde uh, saying that he had upgraded his iPad 2 to iOS 7 and it utterly destroyed the battery life. He tweaked all kinds of settings, but to no avail. He finally used the reset function in the settings, wiped it clean, and then set it up as a new iPad. That completely solved the battery drain issue, which I have heard before, actually, on iPhones as well. It lost 90% of battery in only 10 hours in wow. sleep mode. If I ever upgrade an iOS device again in the future, the first thing I will do afterwards is wipe it clean and start over. That's Thomas Wheels or Wiles from West Fork, Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas. 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 Tom, anyway, chances are yeah. with the iPad 2, you will never, ever, ever, ever have to worry about updating uh, to the next version of the of <laughs> iOS anyway. Yeah, that's true. Now, now, my daughter who had an iPhone 4 updated over Wi-Fi, no problems. And she says that her battery life is fine. My other daughter who's got an iPhone 4S, my old one, she updated again over Wi-Fi. And she said that it's made the battery life horrendous. So I've given her lots of tips to try. But also, if it's still failing, I've told her to do a complete reset on it. This iPhone 5 guy, 
You mean the I, 5S that you have sorry, that I don't? Sorry, this iPhone 5S, <laughs> which I'm just opening with my, well, one of my fingers. And the S stands for suck it, guy, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it actually says that. Suck it. Wow, damn. It's battery life, for me, and I've not seen too much in the way of complaints, to be honest with you, is pretty good. So far, I've been trying to give it, you know, a fairly good testing, and the battery life does last a lot, lot better. So, battery on the iPhone 5S, I'm pretty pleased. So, uh, yeah. I hope you will be as well. Yeah, anyway. eventually, I guess I probably, potentially could be. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> anyway, Twitter. Yeah. Apparently, Twitter was all over the place with the Rocky Horror Picture Show making a comeback. Old age was a popular topic. What'd you say? What'd you say? (laughs) The government shut down, and whether or not Guy has lost his mind. Well, (laughs) change there. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that that that's not exactly a um, uh, a bet that I think anyone should take. And I'll let you take the next one. Oh, thanks. Yeah, this is from Mark Shepard. He wants us to say tangentially. Five times fast, or better yet, say it once. And I replied, tank, tangent, trans, ta- damn it! <laughs> and I still yeah. don't think I said ten, ten, see, tangentially. Tangentially. That word that I'm apparently... Neither of us could say. Could say. And that word will be stricken from this show. Right stricken. after I do this. Stricken, I tell you. It will be stricken Whoa. from the show. What the hell just happened in the show notes? Oh, that is so bizarre. I was going to real quick. Oh, my word. <laughs> I was going to real quick, just as a laugh, paste in <laughs> tangentially. And instead of doing it across, it did it horizontally. That's but Leave that in. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave okay. that in. And in the meantime, while I try to clean up this mess and have more of my adult beverage. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. It's adult beverage <laughs> Stand by to stand by Firefly whiskey that tastes kind of like iced tea. And we'll be right back. Hey, guy. There's a new podcast out. Great. What's it about? Let's Talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will. We will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's Talk Apple. Okay, if you want to. Uh, Rainier, Silken, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking Apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again. Tangentially, as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's Talk Apple. Oh, jeez. The G-Men. It's not that they're any good. It's just that the other podcasts suck. And welcome, everyone, to the... can happen in the next half hour. To the slightly inebriated version of the MyMac.com podcast in the second half. Second, how can it be a half when there's three parts? <laughs> how is that even possible? It's the second half it's of the, the second th- half of the three part show. That's right. It, well, it's kind of like um, uh, Douglas Adams' uh, five part trilogy with the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books. <laughs> Anyway, but none of that has to do with what it's we wanted to talk about. In there. It's just a subfolder in there, that's all. Yeah. 
it goes off in a tangentially in a whole different direction. Absolutely. Uh, this section. Cannot escape your destiny. We're gonna talk. Uh, we're, I don't know what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna find something to talk. about. We're gonna talk about getting ready for Mavericks. Uh, ten point nine. Uh, Mavericks. OS, yeah, OS ten ten point nine. Because the gold is master that, is just that is that near that. Ooh. If everybody had a notion across the USA, oh, now, now you promised you weren't going to do that anymore because you know I have no control. I'm sorry. When it comes to that song, <sighs> yep, I went surfing four times, and now obviously I'm an expert. Um, talking about talking about Mavericks. Uh, there's a bunch of new features in it. And that's this is kind of what I want to talk about and, and find out where the the two of us are, you know, the parts of it that we're interested in. Uh, the first part was iBooks. Uh, okay, we can now read PDFs and EPUB docs purchased from iTunes on our Macs. Woo! PDFs were <laughs> were always easy. That was such an enthusiastic. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Uh, EPUB, uh, I guess is good, but I've, I've read books. Uh, I read books on portable devices, not so much on the Mac since Amazon and others already have EPUB readers for a while for OS 10. Not sure why this is a big deal. Do you, do you ever read like EPUBs on your computer or do you save that for your portable devices? I have, let me put it this way. I have referenced them on my computer when um, because the, the sort of ebooks I get are more manual type ebooks, instructional ref- then instructional and reference type. Yeah, I was going to say manual, manual ebooks. <laughs> Isn't that a book? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a manual ebook. E-book. It's, it's called. It's, it's got, got pages. pages and everything. <laughs> it's, you can. No, it's you made can out of paper. With it. <laughs> <laughs> toss it to the side. Um, <laughs> um yes, yeah, I've got a manual ebook which I've got on the side here. No, I, I've no, got a I've manual got... e ebook uh, <laughs> Will um... you let me finish? <laughs> Go ahead. Bookcase. So I'll ref- so I'll reference them on the Mac rather than referencing them from the iPad or my phone, which might be somewhere else. And so yes, but no, I do not look to read um books on the computer. Yeah, and uh, not so much me either. Um, the second bit is maps. Now, the only the only useful thing it might be. Sorry to stop you there, guy. The no, will thing, you let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I don't I get to say that very often. Uh, at least I apologized. Um, the, well, the I'm only, always sorry about it. <laughs> the, will you let me? <laughs> the only thing it might be useful for is obviously finding and referencing books because you know the search capability on the iOS devices is still somewhat wanting at times. Yeah, I would agree. And with I, that. I do find the search capability uh, on a bigger screen somewhat easier to handle. So, but that's that's not a good excuse really to have it on. Okay, well, it, it just kind of that, that was a rubbish reason to have it on your Mac, really. So, yeah. Well, better be, better than uh, well, no, I can't say that on the show. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Um, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. The, the next one is uh, maps. Now I've played around with this uh, a little bit because I've got the uh, the, the OS 10 uh, developers release for Mavericks, and yep. this this is really kind of cool. Um, maps allow you to route your trips from your Mac and then have them sync over iCloud through or through iTunes to pass off to your iOS devices and. Uh, for those of you who have used 
like maps or other GPS programs on your iOS devices, one of the hardest things to do really is just entering in where the heck it is you want to go. It, it can be a real pain in the neck. And of course, each one of these programs has their own different way to enter this information. Well, now with this program on the Mac, you can do all that from your computer before you leave on a trip and you know do it a week in advance, a month in advance, whenever it is you want to do it. And then just slide that right on over so that when you uh, when you need to to go to Timbuktu, you just hit the button, hit maps, and and you're off and you're you know off to the races. I I think, yeah, if if you can push it over, it is much easier on a larger screen uh, to do that sort of planning. Uh, and I've heard a lot of people say that, and I think that will be useful. And I must admit, there have been times when I've I've kind of looked at a map on uh, Google Maps on the mac and thought if i could just you know pick that up and throw it over to my ios device so that will be really useful expect to see it on an android device any year now (laughs) Uh, the the new calendar app now now this is something i've actually had kind of a hard time getting a handle on because i don't typically use calendars that much uh, but i do like that it keeps track of of weather and traffic in the areas you have appointments in and they will tell you when it's time. I can just picture that you 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 have a uh, uh, an aunt that lives three hundred miles away, and she's having a birthday, and you've put this into your calendar app, and you know the, the six hours before this event's going to take place, your Mac is screaming at you. You know, get ready to go to your aunt's house for her birthday, and it's <laughs> it's raining in New York. Oh crap! You know, the traffic is bad. Over the i5, and oh, I did that last week. Never mind. Um, yep. Do you use the calendar app? I do, but I don't think I get as much out of it as I could. So <sighs> any extra functionality which makes it easier and gives me more information and, and makes my life easier will be good. So the problem is I don't do lots of traveling now, so that that's not really going to be of much use to me. Other than when I'm particularly going somewhere, it's actually a good fact that you've got someone watching your back, whereas you wouldn't think about it until, you know, perhaps... <laughs> it had already happened. Yeah. So that, that that could be useful. But I, I want Calendar to do more for me, and I don't, I don't think I use Calendar in the, uh, in the way that it, it should be. The problem I've got is the fact that I've got an um, Outlook at work. Mm. And syncing up with that calendar is an impossibility. And obviously downloading the file and then uploading it to my own personal file is all well and good. But, you know, you want it to sync on a regular. You, you just don't realize how useful syncing of things like that are until, until you, see you haven't got it. Yeah. yeah. Until you haven't got it. No, because obviously my personal calendars all sync fine. But the work calendar being on Outlook and being on a Microsoft system is just, you know, it's just a pain to get it out and to to certainly to sync it up is an impossibility. So it doesn't use like, um, what is that called? Caldev? The file it, format for most calendar programs? Yeah, yeah, it does. But the, the, the problem is, Guy, you've got to physically, you know, you've got to export and then import. Oh, so it doesn't and share nicely. No, no, no. So, you know, and that, it's just a pain. And, you know, we've got a fairly locked down system as well. So sure. sync up is, is difficult. But, yeah. The, the more calendar can do for me and that sort of thing will be useful, uh, especially if it watches my back. If I put that information into the calendar in the first place, of course. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of garbage in, garbage out, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, next up is there's a new version of Safari. And hey, it's a faster web browser. But sorry, I'm going to stop you again. I'm just... <laughs> The, 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 it's okay, I need is, another though, drink. If, if, if the calendar does do things like that and it does it well, then it will encourage people to use it more. So perhaps that's a good thing. Yeah. Safari. Okay. A faster web browser. Uh, they've also, and just another... <laughs> they've also added a sidebar uh, for the things that, pr- that used to pretty much just be a drop-down list uh, that's got a better built-in RSS reader. And it and this is the part I don't get. It shares links with Twitter and LinkedIn. Twitter and LinkedIn. <sighs> what well, can't you do that now? Uh yeah, I guess if you copy and paste, but but well, now not LinkedIn. No, yeah, but Twitter, can't you share direct to Twitter? Can you well, but, that? Yeah, but I mean and why that was even mentioned, I don't know. If somebody sends you a link you can over do that Twitter, now. you right. can share you can share a link to Twitter now. Yeah, just copy and paste the damn thing. No, 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 no. There's an export option. You've got a button. You know that that square box with the share arrow pointing out. If you Hold click on, on I've that, got, I've got two screens and I cannot find my Safari. There it is. And it's there's there's on that sharing option. You've actually got Twitter in there as an option. Where is that already? So why is that so so much? Well. LinkedIn, that's not on there. Okay, so they've added LinkedIn. You know, big deal. You've said really LinkedIn, and I agree with you. So where is this sharing thing in Safari? Well, you you may not put it on your toolbar. So go into Customize Toolbar, and then just you'll see the share option as one of the options on the top row. So click on that and put it on your toolbar. Oh, I see it. Do I have that up here? I do. I do have that up here. Right, so click on the share option then in Safari. Okay. And you should see Twitter. I do see Twitter and Facebook. And email go. this page and message. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to even copy and paste. I it's didn't there, even know that was there. Oh, so, oh sorry. All right, Gaz's tip. Here we go. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Too late. So, I mean, while they're going on about Twitter, Gaz. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> now, better built-in RSS, that might be useful, especially if you can sync it over your devices um sure wasn't going to happen there wasn't mentioned i think it's it's mostly uh because you've seen the uh the screenshots for it i haven't you know and, and another thing you know rss readers is another thing that I, I never really got into um you know all of the sites that i go to on a regular basis i have bookmarked so I never really saw the point of of, of having know, a, a, I, I running, a running stream. Of, yeah, of, but I didn't, I didn't like going to the website and scrolling up and down trying to find the story. I actually quite like scrolling up and down through the headlines in an RSS feeder. That was really quite useful. And I still use Net Newscast, Net Newswire rather, on the Mac. But obviously I, I don't use a service to sync it up to my iOS devices, which I'm, I'm still trying to work out which is the best one to use. Well, maybe I should few, join the 20th century. Well, maybe you should. Or, or even the nineteenth, one well, of them. <laughs> any any time, any time after Christ's birth, birth yeah. is preferable. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to I need to update. Uh, the next one is uh, iCloud Keychain, and, and for people that haven't invested in what will probably be a better password manager, which is One Password, the new version just came out, by the way, and it's freaking awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, iCloud Keychain may be all that Some most people, people disagree need. disagree with you because they are finding one or two small issues with it. But um, Well, it's, it's a new release. I, I, yeah. Now... We were talking about this. We were talking about this, I guess, last week when people are like, well, I didn't have any problems. So therefore, how could anybody else have any problems? Uh, yeah, I, I got through uh, getting it all set up and didn't have any. And I've always liked I've always liked one password. Yeah, um, that's a fair point. That's now, fair point. iCloud Keychain may be all that most people need unless they need like a, a cross platform solution or if they want to sync through services other than iCloud. But even, you know, even with this coming for free as part of the OS, I'm I'm not dropping one password anytime soon. No, I think it will be useful for for people that don't really use too much in, in the way. Yeah, and, and that's not to say that that iCloud keychain is for uh, you know, people that that don't do a lot of computing or however you want to put it. Uh, I just find that I, I like being able to go to any computer in the world, regardless of operating system, and get to my one password keychain. Fair point. Yep. Fair point. I mean, yes. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I can't disagree with that statement, really. Well, so, you could. <laughs> all right. I'm going to. You shouldn't have access to your <laughs> password keychain anywhere on anybody's rubbish. computer because if somebody breaks the code, you could lose all your passwords. Oh, but that's okay. About that, had you? No, but I'll have an RSS reader on Twitter. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, multiple displays. Now, if I was going to pick a feature that, by in and of itself, would get me to go to Mavericks, uh, multiple displays would be it. Uh, menu bars across all displays. Currently, I, I do have that already, but I have to use a, a separate program for it. Uh, the dock on any active screen, which uh, I don't have. I don't think anybody makes anything like that. Uh, being able to throw my display or use as a display any TV that is connected to an Apple TV. Uh, full screen apps, uh, I don't do much with. And mission control feels underbaked and not ready for prime time. 2 ios what do you think? I O S E. Yeah, tangentially speaking. Very well done. Yeah. Congratulations. See, now it's now just, now that uh, I'm able to say the word, everybody yeah. will be going, why is he still saying that word? Yeah, yeah, just move on. Menu bars across each display. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be useful. That will be useful. That is about time really. Yeah. Uh dock on any active screen. Mm, I not so sure about that. Um I have the dock on my left hand screen on my left um the left side of my um screen um vertically. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that might be a problem. <laughs> so every so, time you want to switch from one screen to another your the dock just goes, "Rare, hello, how you doing?" Yeah. Yeah, so that that for me might be a bit of a pain. Um but menu bars certainly is going to be useful. Um yeah, dock active screen, mm, pointless. Um no, well, not pointless. No, not pointless. That's, that's you mean full screen apps. If it's if it's full screen, then if you're using the secondary screen for something else, which I'm hoping will come, and I think it will, because at the moment, if you have full screen, it renders your second screen useless. Currently, yes. So if if then what they're saying that they will move the dock to your second screen 
if you then obviously are active in that screen, then that may, that will be useful because your first screen that you're using is a full screen app, which could be iPhoto, for example, or sure. whatever app you've got running there. So you might be flipping between the two. So yes, I agree that would then be useful. Now, do you do you do you ever use mission control? I put my car in reverse, <laughs> back up the lane, and and uh, agree that that could be useful in that scenario but if you've not got a full screen app then um i'm not quite sure that i'd, I'd find that very useful uh, fact, do, i find it getting in my way do you ever use mission control occasionally yes i do i i never do i uh, never do I, I don't use it as much as um i thought i would but i i do use it occasionally uh, and I do, I do hear from a lot of people that, that do use it a lot. So uh, I think my girls use it a lot, actually. To be honest with you, putting the different screens. It's those on. new Frankel things. Yeah, they yeah. like them. Kids, kids, you see, there, yeah, they could get on with it. <laughs> uh, notifications are much better in this version of OS X than others. The ability to interact with various notifications without having to leave your current app is brilliant. Having those notifications on your lockdown screen seems like it could be a privacy concern to me. Well, you could, I'm sure you could turn that off. Yeah. I'm sure that would be an option, much like your phone. You can turn um, notifications off on your lock screen um, in the iPhone. So I'm sure the same possibilities will come on, on your phone, on your, um, on your Macs. So I don't see a problem there. Yeah. But the, the thing I really give, like, if they don't give that option, then there's a problem, but I'm sure. Yeah. The, the thing I really like is being able to do certain things um, without having to open up the uh, the app that you typically would have to. With the, with the way it is now, uh, you get... Give me an example. Come okay. On, an example. You get an email, and you want to respond to that email, but you're in the process of doing something in uh, Final Cut or Photoshop or, or GarageBand or, or what have you, and you don't want to leave that process because it's at some critical point. Well, yep. you can go ahead and hit that notification, answer that email, send it off, and you've never left the application that you're currently working in. That's cool. Yeah. keeps It keeps your mind on the job in hand. Yeah. Uh, finder tabs. About freaking time. Jeez. I mean, I, Say what you think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been using uh, Total Finder, and there's, there's, there's a couple of other ones that will give you a, a tab finder. But the fact that I have to run it as a separate app has always bothered me. Uh, I think that they should have had a tabbed finder by Tiger. You know, it was, it was so, and that was 10.4 for people that aren't keeping track. There, there are so, it's so useful. And, you know, as it is right now, unless you're running something like Pathfinder or Total Finder, Every single finder window you have open is taking up valuable screen real estate. Whereas with a tab finder, it's kind of like the same concept as having uh, a tabbed interface in your browser where you can have 10, 20, however many, you know, websites open at a particular time. The tab finder allows you to jump back and forth between, say, your documents and your movies and your applications and all the rest of that, and only still have one one window open, so you're not taking up a lot of room. Finder tabs, great idea. Apple should have had it f- six years ago. No, 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 no. No? I agree with you. No, I was going, yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> I was going to say, what, you don't, you don't like to find your tabs? Yes, absolutely. I think I, I totally agree with you. That's oh. why I kept quiet, really. Okay. Um, shut oh, shut up. Now, this last one, this last one, uh, tags for files, uh, if implemented. And I'll tell you what they should have had as well. What's that? Finder tabs. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't put finder tabs in uh, Mavericks. In Tiger, they should have had it in yeah. six years ago. Yeah, at least six years ago. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> I would never have thought of that. Tags for files. In time. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, tags for files. If implemented right by the user could be one of the biggest time savers uh, Apple has ever done. Now you I agree with you. Yeah. I you, agree with you. you work a lot with with uh, photographs. Mm-hmm. And do you do a lot of tagging in your photographs? Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Oh right. yes, I'm awesome. See, I I don't do a whole lot of photographs, and and I very rarely do much in the way of tagging. So can you I, I think quickly explain all... the the advantage of it? Finding the damn things. <laughs> I I've got OCD, so I like to put them in order. But also, you know, I think moving forward, this is going to the point where you know they're getting people away from having the finder and, and not being able to find stuff. However, you've stated the most important thing in this whole process. This, if implemented right by the user, could be one of the biggest time savers Apple has ever done. Right. Because so Apple can't force you to do it properly. Correct. It's only going to be a time saver if the user, one, wants to do it and does it correctly. So we'll have to see how they've implemented it as to how easy it is to do and whether they give you recommendations moving forward. You know, I see. Well, I'm sure there'll this, be some defaults. Well, I, it, well, no, it's not just that. You know, if you, if you go into tag, let's say, let's say the option is command T for, for tag. I know it's not, but it, bear with me on this. Okay. So, so you press your combination keyboard combination to do your tag, and it says, I, I see that this file has these keywords in it. I see the name of this file is this. Do you want me to tag it with these relative or related tags, which I've seen in previous files? If it's going to do that sort of thing going forward, then great. But if you've got to sit and think, right, tags now, now which I've got a subfolder of tags for this. Do I want to put it? Oh, forget it. Saved. Gone. I've gone <laughs> to the next thing. So it's got to be easy for the user to do it, else the user won't use it. And that's precisely where they've gone with Time Machine. And that's precisely where they've gone with the iPhone and the uh, fingerprint recognition to make it easy to, you know, get a password that's where they're going with the uh, keychain if if it's too difficult for the user they won't use it the, they won't use it and then it doesn't save any time okay well so those, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see on that one yeah and those are are kind of the uh, uh the big things about uh mavericks now they're saying it's going to be coming out near the end of the month i'm guessing in, in probably two weeks or so uh, is Mavericks something that you'll get from the first day or will you wait yeah. until point yeah, one no, or point two? No, I will. I will get it I'm pretty much straight. Off. Yeah, I will too. <laughs> of course, I've got a slight advantage. Especially when it comes out free. Uh, you think it's going to come out for free? 
I'm just throwing that out. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's going to be, uh, and and even still, you know, thirty dollars. It'll be thirty dollars. Yeah, or or you know, whether it's it's thirty dollars or or twenty dollars, that is so much less expensive. Number one than almost any other mainstream OS out there. Yeah, that's irrelevant though, guys. Isn't it really? Let's be honest. Well, but at the same time, every pretty much everyone that could update to Lion or Mountain Lion. Did. Yeah, but it, yeah, and that's and that's where they're coming from on, the, on it. That's what they want people to do. They want people to be able to move forward with their operating system for security, for you know all the extras that it gives them. Um, they're not doing it because it makes it a cheap operating system in uh, in competition with other operating systems. That's no, not, I would agree with not, that. That's not why they do it. <coughs> Windows. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> anyway, get us out of here, guys. Or do you have more? Gaz? S- sorry, guy. I just, I just, I just oh. had someone. I just, had someone I just heard the, the door close. Yeah. Oh, it's right at the same time that I was like, yeah, I, I need your full attention, Gaz, while <laughs> somebody on the, on, it's like in real time is also trying to get your attention. Yeah. So what was the question? Sorry. Yeah. Get us out of here. Uh, okay. Bye. <laughs> no. Stand by. <laughs> to stand by. I will be. What do you want to get? Right, right back. Right back. From the iTunes independent author Donnie Yankelo of Looking for a Dinosaur comes two new books your children will love. There's Jungle Jammin', where the animals form a band. Who will play what instrument? There's also Pirate Soars, where pirates and dinosaurs are combined in cool and fun ways. Both books feature full-color illustrations and rhyming sentences to keep your child thoroughly entertained. And at 99 cents, either one will break the bank. So go to iTunes and check out Pirate Soars, Jungle Jammin', and Donnie's previous children's book, Looking for a Dinosaur. British Beef and American Pie. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the final section. That's the final section of the, the movie, second, half. The second half. Well, you could call it the second. We'll call it the second third of the final third of the first three thirds. Of a show. It's the last bit. Um, well, it might not be the last bit, but then again, it might be. Okay. Oh, I'm desperately nodding my head. Oh. Gazzy's tips. Mostly. Gazzy's tips. Mostly. Gazzy's tips. It's time for Gazzy's tip. Thank you, Nick Hall. God. Thank you, Nick Hall. He was the one that gave us those those themes. Well, that theme. Yeah. And the second theme that's coming up in a minute. Yes. Yeah, I think we've said thank you to Nick enough times. I think he knows now. Oh, well, just in case there's somebody new. Okay. Anybody new? Put your hands up. Oh, One, see? Two, there's a couple. Three, four. You've been in before. Don't put your hand up. I saw you last week. Yeah. Put it down. Put it down. You, you have your lollipop. Yeah. Now... No, you're not getting a Wooty because you haven't done a review yet. <laughs> now, 
if you want to use the arrow keys when you're in list view in the folder, if you use the right and left arrow to open and close the folder you're on, I don't know if you've ever done that, Guy. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. You can use the up and down arrows to move to the next folder above or below the one that you're on, of course. Yeah, you've done that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. If you want to get to the last folder on the list, i.e. the one at the very bottom, if you press Alt, the option key, and the down arrow, you'll jump to the last folder in that list that you're looking at or the last file in that list that you're looking at. And the same happens in reverse. If you press the Alt or option uh, key and then press the up arrow, uh, arrow, you'll jump to the top of the file. Oh, oh, that's cool. List of files or folders. If you've got a folder highlighted and you want to open all of the folders and subfolders that are held within that folder, if you press Alt, uh, which is the option key, and the right arrow, you'll then have every folder and subfolder in the highlighted folder open up, and you can close it again if you need to. Well, what if you have multiple folders in the next one? It will open every folder up within that folder. So almost like almost like a fireworks display. So, yes. So, so if you've got a folder which says 1927, uh, and in that subfolder you have the months, and in that subfolder you have the days, if you press Alt and the right arrow, all of those folders will open up with any files that they may have in them. That is, that is oh, i got to try that. <laughs> that just sounds, that sounds like, that sounds like magic. <laughs> it's, it's not magic. <laughs> It's not magic. Really? Are you trying it now? Um, well, I'm trying to find one that's got like multiple folders in it. I can't find one. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we Found go. one. Here. Yay. How's that? Uh, kind of disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, like, like fireworks and, and just folders flying all across the screen. No, it's for efficiency. It opens them up. Would you like to press the button now? I'll press the button now. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? That, that's Tim on his way to stop us from podcasting again. Uh, okay, you can stop now, running horde. Thank you. Um, uh, I do. You have a pick. I do have. I, and I, I, my tip. My tip. Pick, pick. No, my tip. Your tip pick. My tip is uh, don't drink and podcast. That's my tip. Uh, my app pick, however, is One Password Four by Agile Bits. We talked about it a little while ago. Forty dollars on the Mac App Store. I think. Uh, I think actually, if you bought it previously within a fairly um, recent uh, amount of time, amount of time, yeah, that's the that's the sentence I was looking for. Uh, we are may, so struggling this week. You may find you may find that uh, it's reduced. So, uh, well, but not look. not if you get it from the Mac App Store, though. Um, was it uh, was it on a reduced amount in the Mac app? So, in fact, if you bought it relatively recently, uh, if you might find that you get an automatic update. Um, so just watch out for that as well. But if not, it's still worth the money if you haven't. Yeah, very much so. <clears throat> just yeah, just when you think between the password manager coming from Apple in OS X ten point nine to just oh boy, is that thing just worded horribly to just how good. <laughs> one password three was 
meant that things oh my all right i'm going to start that over again just when you think you've heard enough about password managers between uh the one coming up in mavericks and just how good one password three was agile bits comes out with one password four see that's what i should have written but didn't uh to the drop down menus with all different kinds of stuff that one password Ooh, excuse me. We'll keep safe. And I'm not just talking about logins <laughs> to much improved browser integration. Agile bits has made a great program even better. If you have previous versions, get it. If you don't use a password manager, what are you waiting for? Um, I do have a few complaints. No cheaper upgrade price for longtime users on the Mac app store, but that's more the fault on how the uh, Mac app store works than agile bits. And installation can be a little confusing if you aren't careful. But I highly, highly, highly recommend 1Password 4. Cool. You got an app pick? Yeah. Now, I may have <laughs> mentioned this before, but I've been using it again to finally get to a point where I can do those time-lapse, uh, walking oh, sure. time-lapse right. videos sorted. Um, <laughs> I know, really, I am. No, I'm, I'm not doubting you. <laughs> and, and it's uh, yeah, sure it's, called time, <laughs> yeah. it's called time. It's called time-lapse. Um, I may have mentioned it before, um, but as I say, I'm using it again to get those walking pictures finished. And it's a great little app, and it can do, it can do so much more than just put your time-lapse together. Uh, it's £2.99 or $4.99 over in the U.S. Uh, app store. And it is in the Mac App Store, so you can put it on multiple computers if you so wish. And I've mm. got it lined up and ready to create a movie as soon as we've finished here, so it can run overnight. Because ah. the, the, I've got one with which has got rather a lot of images to put together. Walking pictures finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Wow, this is this has been yeah, this is a struggle this week. Facebook, we are up to and still at 138 likes. Did we did did I uh, update that last time? No, I didn't. 138 new total. 138. Whoa, 138. I just changed it right now. You you be very afraid, guy. You be very very afraid. Well, I figure at this rate by 2015, we will have 200 people that uh, subscribe. Ah, You'll forget there'll be rush soon. There'll be rush. Yeah, sure. Sure it will. <laughs> um, oh, I wanted to mention this. Uh, it was it was a couple of weeks weeks ago when we got our last iTunes review. And I finally oh, right. got yes. the email yes. from um, the, the person that had sent sent that in. And he had the coolest surname that I didn't even now. I, I think I forward I uh, included you on the email that I he sent did, to him. Yeah, he did. I usually like, usually when somebody does an iTunes review, I, I make the Woody. I mean, it's a PDF, and then I write something different for every single person that uh, does an iTunes review. It's it's kind of my way of giving back. I mean, uh, uh, above and beyond the Woody. However, this person's surname was just so cool that I, I just had to mention it to him and, and stop. I didn't even try to be funny. I, I didn't even try. It was like, dude, your surname is so cool. You should either be a superhero or a James Bond villain. I, Cause it works with either one. <laughs> His name is Christopher. Wait for it. Winter halter. Now, how 
cool of a name is that? You know, my name, Searle. It's like, uh, okay, a snooze fest. Winter Halter. Cool name. Uh, Mr. Winter. Mr. Winter Halter. Are you trying to get me to talk? No, Mr. Winter Halter. I want you to die. Anyway, he finally emailed me and I have sent him his Wooty. And thank you for doing that, Chris. And uh, thank you again for having such a cool last name. Now, if you too would like to receive a Wooty and have yes, a cool last they name. They are pretty spectacular. They are. Oh, I mean, there is nothing like them anywhere in a civilized world. And no, he, ev- because everyone is different, isn't it? Uh, only the name. <laughs> the Woody itself... <laughs> The Woody itself doesn't really well, change that much. Let but me put it, let me put it this way. You do often write just a little piece in there, just slightly differently. That's true. That's true. Well, I like to, I like to make it unique. You might unique you. you, you yeah. You unique you. So unique you, unique you. If you would like to send in an iTunes review and, and receive a unique you, uh, and then all you have to do is after you've done the review, send me an email and I will send you the wooty and we will read it on the air. And in yeah. order to let me know that you wrote that iTunes review, you have to send me an email. How would they do that guy? I... Have you got an address which they can do it? Two. Yes, it's 2503. No, 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 that's the wrong address. It's guy at mymac.com, G U Y at mymac.com. You can also reach me, though, don't ask for a Woody over this method, uh, on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <coughs> and uh, of course, you can also contact <coughs> Fearless Leader Tim who is shaking his head ruefully at the complete mess we are making of the show. He started so lovingly so many years ago and Gaz, we pretty, we've done a pretty good job actually. Yeah, we have. We've pretty done a pretty good job at destroying this show. (laughs) This week in particular, uh, how can people get a hold of you Gaz? They can't. Oh, damn. Uh, Gaz at mymac.com. G A Z. Z. At mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G A Z M A Z. You can also contact both Guy and myself uh, Ooh, on the cool. Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G U Y A D A Z. D Z. <laughs> I'm just going to start going G U I A N D G A Z. We also have a number which you can dial and leave a message if you really want to. It's plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. That number again, plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Call it collect. Call it direct. But call it today. And uh, I would like to say thank you to everyone who has downloaded the MyMac.com podcast, uh, especially this week, but also in weeks past. We really, really do appreciate it. We, we are still amazed. Still. We are. We are. And we thank are you. humbled. We, we are humbled. You. We thank you very much, Lee. Yep. Really. I, I still can't believe it, actually. I, at the end of every show, Guy, I think, oh. fantastic. And I always think that this <laughs> is probably the best show that we've ever done. Yeah, do you now? Uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> and I think that we're good enough. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's go with that story. I think we're smart enough. Mm. Do you know, doggone it, people like us. Yeah, yeah, they do. And you know what else, Gaz? Gaz a la Oma, iPhone 5S, Kuwait Mies on OS X 10.9 Mavericks, Inakutatib. Okay, cool guy. Pig him on iPhone. 
thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. Still holding on. Okay. Okay. What language? What I um, you don't crap. know, do you? No, I really don't. Uh, hold on a second. No, no, it was it was something like. Oops. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Let me go to Czechoslovakian. Translate, not G. Translate. God, no more drinking before a show. <laughs> uh, it was. I think it was Estonian. You know what? I you know how I can find out. I can do this. I can copy the English one. Oh, did you read the English version? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then paste that in. And Yep, it's Estonian. Gas hola oma. iPhone 5S. Quid mees. And I'm sure that's like totally butchering the Estonian language. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm sure. Yeah, you know, one of these days... Uh, assuming that we keep doing this, because I know it, it usually just pisses you off. Um, <laughs> we are actually going to manage. What me off? Oh, this stupid, this stupid thing I do here at the bottom, at the end. <laughs> piss me off. Oh, okay. Good. Then I'll keep doing it. Really pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I almost wish that Google would come up with like a, a translate.google.com where you could take like audio and put that in and it would spit it out audio in another language. I'm sure it does. I'm wouldn't, sure wouldn't that be freaking cool where you could put in that, do you hear me earth man? And then have it repeated back. Um, gas, Ola, Oma, iPhone five. <laughs> or however that would be in Estonian or Japanese or, or whatever language. I think that would be really cool. Google, if you're listening, and I know you are, you need to be working on that. Good, yeah. Close. Pretty good, close. Pretty, it was a pretty good close. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story of me almost getting a speeding ticket in Israel? No. You got a minute? Yes. Okay. There's a highway that goes between uh, Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. And when I was there, it was so expensive to stay in Jerusalem that it was cheaper for us to rent a car and stay in Tel Aviv and just drive to Jerusalem every day. It's only about an hour away. And the the main road between the, the two cities is Highway 1. And it's uh, at the time, the speed limit was 90 kilometers per hour. Well, we, we get to Israel and we go to rent a car and we've been authorized to rent like an Opal or something like that. And the guy at the Hertz counter was like, oh, you work for uh, the, the particular government agency that you work for? And I, I said, yeah. He says, oh, you get a discount. I said, do you have um, AAA? I said, yeah. He says, oh, you get another discount. And basically between all these different discounts for the same price of this Opal, we got a BMW 500, 500 series. Right. So, yeah, very nice. So we're driving back and forth between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem, and it's a nice two-lane divided highway, and I'm hitting it both ways. Had just having a great time with this car. And we were coming back to Tel Aviv one evening, and I was probably doing about 140K. So I was, I was going a, a little over the speed limit. 
And off in the distance, I saw a Ford Sierra, which at the time was what uh, the Israeli Highway Patrol was using. But it didn't have any lights or anything on it, so I wasn't sure. So I took my foot off the gas, and by the time I realized, yeah, that's a, that's a cop, all right. I was still doing like 110, 120. And I go flying past him, and he turns around and pulls me over. And as I pull over, the, the SOB I was traveling with was like, I'm going to pretend like I'm asleep, because he didn't even want to deal with it. And it was like, yeah, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Nice to know you got my back. So anyway, by the time the, uh, the, the policeman came up to the car, uh, I had like about six or seven different types of, of various IDs and the, the car rental stuff and all this. And I just hand him all this stuff. And he was like, oh, you work for that particular government agency. And I said, yes, sir. He says, um, what is, what is the speed limit in the United States? And as soon as he said that, I was like, you know what? I know how to deal with this. I have to pretend like I'm really, really stupid. And believe it or not, I do this really well. <laughs> I know. You're stunned, aren't you? You're stunned. I am. I'm absolutely <laughs> just flabbergasted. So I looked at him and I said, well, it's, it's 55 miles an hour, sir. And he says, no, 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 no. In kilometers. And I just give him this puzzled look. And it's like, I, uh, I don't know. He says, well, for your information, the speed limit on this road is 90 kilometers per hour. And I looked at him, I said, well, I didn't see any signs. And it just so happened right where I had pulled off the road, right in front of the car was a speed limit sign. Now their speed limit sign was basically, it's a round circle with a black border and a nine zero in it. Right. And I'm right in front of this sign. And as soon as I said, I hadn't seen any speed limit signs, his jaw drops and he's looking at me like, what, 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 what do you think that is right there in front of the car? And I look up at the sign and I get this kind of puzzled look on my face and I look back to him and I said, oh, I thought that meant this was Highway 90. And he just kind of put his head in his hands. It's like, if you wish to continue to drive in this country, please, please learn the speed limit signs. He's handing me back all of my paperwork and I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Have a nice day, sir. It's like, I'm getting out of a speedy ticket. La, 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 la. I may not have an iPhone 5S, but I'm getting out of a speedy <laughs> ticket. So anyway. Is that what went through your mind then? Yeah. I, it was like, I was like clairvoyant or, or prescient or whatever the word is for knowing what the future brings. Yeah. And yeah. I have looked into the future guys and I have determined that one day I will die. I know, no, I know. No. Just, just I, hold your that applause. Must be, that must be awful. No, because I, I know that I'm not going to die. Well, like so many other people that listen to this podcast, I welcome death. Be, uh, well, yes, because we generally die each week. <laughs> Every single week on the podcast, listen to Guy and Gaz die slowly. Yeah, yeah, for a for immediate death. <laughs> listen to Guy the Guy and Gaz. <laughs> G-Man. G-Man. <laughs> 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 <laughs>